Hey guys, welcome back to Fit with Viv and Kate. This is Kate speaking. I never do the intros, but I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. We are here. We are ready to talk through our daily routines. Um, I've said it in every single episode, but I am a very structured human being, and I actually think it really helps me be successful in all factors of my life. So today, Viv and I will talk through our daily habits, what our non-negotiables are, what our routines look like, and how we think that leads to success. So let's jump on in. And Viv, talk, yes. talk about your routine with us. My routine, okay, well, I will go through my typical non-negotiables for a day. Um, so number one, and I know this is something you and I both do, but walking. Oh my gosh, walking outside in nature is a non-negotiable. And it definitely helps that I have two dogs because they hold me accountable, like, I got to take him on a walk. And I will say that's, that's so helpful. I was on vacation this past week in San Diego and I did not have my dogs with me. And I noticed immediately how, how many more times it was, I had to like motivate myself to get myself to walk because it wasn't a non-negotiable already without the dogs. So with that being said, it's so important to be able to set your life up in a way where you're able to have things that motivate you to do what it is that you know you want to do. So whether that's a dog, whether that's scheduling a morning walk every morning with a friend, knowing that your friend is waiting for you and you have to show up, like setting these things in place so that you know, hey, I hired a coach or I have a friend waiting for me or I, you know, I have a dog that I have to walk every morning. Having these non-negotiables will help you stick to your habits even on the days where you're tired or you're not feeling like it. And so really understanding how important that is to have things that make it a non-negotiable for you if you feel like you can't motivate yourself to do it alone will be really helpful. But walking, that's huge. Um, I always walk every morning for an hour, usually around like 6 a.m. And then I'll go on many walks throughout the day. It's really, really hot now. So, and so we're in Arizona. And so for me, I always make it a non-negotiable to walk in the morning and the evening, but midday is when I will walk on the treadmill and I literally will do like 10 minute, I'll go down to my apartment gym and do 10 minute walks like every four ish hours, just so that I get movement because I do work from home. I work at a desk. I do computer work all day. I'm sitting. And so getting in that movement is so helpful just to you know, move any stagnant energy. If I'm feeling tired, walking is a great way to, again, just wake yourself up without having to, you know, drink a cup of coffee or just like fill yourself with caffeine. Um, Exercising, cooking meals, those two. I, yes, I'm a fitness coach, so I feel like it's, it goes, it just like kind of goes hand in hand and you expect me to, yeah, she works out every day or yeah, she cooks her meals. But in reality, there was a good, I feel like year where I didn't do either of those things. And I felt so unstructured. I felt so lost. Like I felt like I just had no routine or anything to give me some, any kind of like stable foundation. So cooking my meals every day and exercising every day truly is such a foundational habit for me both of those and just getting me to a place where I feel good I feel structured I feel calm I feel like I have even just some sense of purpose because I'm I you know check those two off my to-do list uh scheduling this is something that I've just recently done can't believe can't believe 
I didn't implement it sooner. I wish I had, but I never got very uh, strict with like using a calendar or scheduling until I felt like I really needed it within my business. Like if I was not writing things down, I would forget. And my business is my absolute baby. My clients are my baby and I cannot forget these things. So using a calendar now, not just for business, but also scheduling. This is when I'm going to work out. This is when I'm going to go grocery shopping. This is when I'm going to go on a walk. This is when I'm going to have me time. This is when I'm going to take a bath. Like I swear to you <laughs> having that structure. I, it, it really, I believe that humans thrive off of structure and it, yes, it can get to a point where if you feel like you're not even if you're not scheduling in any fun or playtime, that's when it can feel like too much and you have to find whatever balance feels good for you. But I find that structuring almost everything in my life really, really helps me prevent me from, you know, scrolling through social media or just doing things that are not going to positively uplift my life or my mindset. So scheduling things, writing things down and then journaling, right? So even not even physically writing, but like writing in my notes section on my phone when just random things come up, like absolutely everything, something that made me smile, like, oh, this happened today and that made me smile or, okay, I don't like when I do this because it makes me feel this. Like literally taking the time to write things down and learn more about yourself, you'll be surprised at how helpful it'll be in the future to, if you ever encounter a similar situation, like, oh yeah, in this past situation when I was, I don't know, let's say for example, feeling cravings, this is what I ate and it really helped me. Or last time when I wasn't feeling... I was so tired, I didn't want to go to the gym. I just did 20 jumping jacks and I felt super motivated to go right after that. Writing things, these things down and noticing them about yourself will really help you in the future so that you don't have to continue making the same mistakes. So I would say those are my absolute non-negotiables. I don't, I would not say that my current routine and lifestyle is my absolute best. I'm still fine tuning it. I still think I could use more structure um, but that is what's currently I'm currently implementing and has been working for me. And I just want to build upon that. So for you, Katie, I'm sure some of them are very similar. Mm -hmm. But what are your habits of success that you do every day? So, yeah, we're we're pretty much on the same page. I think everything you said is also stuff that I do. But I think there are certain things that like I feel help me set up for success. So definitely walking. It helps clarity. All this stuff keeps you active. Um, it's honestly fairly easy. And <laughs> for those that don't know, like Viv just said, we live in Arizona. So like last week it was like 117 all week long. Like walking is really hard. So for me, because I've designated that a non-negotiable and I've, I've made that such a strict part of my routine, um, I still did it. I still got it in. Was it miserable? Yes. But I think because I categorize it as like, you have to do this cause this makes you feel fantastic. Like it made it easier. So, um, that's definitely a huge part of my routine. The other things that I do that are, um, kind of smaller things, um, I write everything down and I mark them off when I do them. I'm really big on to-do lists. I have sticky notes everywhere. I, I just really feel like if I put it on paper, it means I have to do it and I will absolutely get it done. Whether it's the feeling of marking it off is fantastic or it just helps me get organized. It helps me not have to remember everything. So I, I write literally everything down. Um, the other thing I do is at the end of the day, I clean up my living room. I clean up my kitchen. I don't deep clean, but I'm going to tidy and put everything away so that the next morning it looks like a completely fresh start. Yeah. So what I do is like when I look into my kitchen and it's clean, you can't see the day that just happened. So it doesn't matter, right? Like that day is gone and tomorrow's a new one. And I think that's important for people who 
hold on to things or they harbor feelings. Um, I just like a clean slate. So I try to try to clean up. Um, and then one of the last things I do is I keep a family calendar. So we have a calendar in our kitchen where I mark my, my stuff off. My boyfriend writes his things off and, and we can see like what days are free, what days we have huge commitments. Um, and it keeps, keeps us organized, not just myself, but, but as a unit at home. So those are some of my things. I literally am going to implement the, I just wrote those two down, but I love that. And I'm going to implement the cleaning up at night, like just tidying everything up. I think that is a huge one because there is nothing better than waking up to a clean house. I will make sure that I do my dishes, mm-hmm. but in terms of like the living room and the bedrooms, I don't take the time to tidy those up. And I do think that would make a huge change just in, in feeling refreshed every morning. So I'm, I'm definitely going to start implementing that. I also love that you have a physical calendar that you can see because yeah, mine is in my phone and in my iPad, which means that I have to physically take the time to open those up and look at my calendar. But having a big calendar on a wall or a refrigerator is so helpful because it's right in front of your face and it's a reminder. And you know what? I used to actually have, like you said, like sticky notes and I'd have like a whiteboard where I put big messages on and I just did not stick to continuing that as a habit and I think part of it's because you don't realize how helpful a habit is until you'd no longer have it and you see what lack of structure you you have left when you don't do those those habits and so you actually just reminded me how much I want to um, and how I'm going to implement that again just having like a big calendar or whiteboard on my fridge so that whatever message or whatever I want my, my priorities are for that day, for that week, it's right in front of my face so that if I, cause there's so many distractions in our day-to-day life. So it's really helpful to have like big posters or big notes that can bring you back to, okay, yes, all of this chaos may be going on my, in my life, but here is what my priorities are and always coming back to that, you know? So I love that you have that. Yeah. I put it in my phone too, but then it's almost like I need a sticky note to say, look at your phone, <laughs> look at your Ex- phone calendar. Yeah, exactly. You have to actually, so a lot of people like, even if you write it down, you still have to remember yeah. to go and look at it. Totally. And so do you have a habit of going to look at your account that's actually something that I realized too is I was like oh well I wrote it in my calendar so um you know it's done but you actually have to look at your calendar so what I do actually now is every night before bed I didn't I forgot about this but uh, I just started implementing this because I realized that I was missing things that I wrote on my calendar because I wasn't checking my calendar so now what I do is every night before bed, I will look at my calendar for the next day to see what I yes. have planned. So I already know in advance. So I'm not waking up in a rush. Oh my God, I had this at freaking whatever in the morning. Holy shit. I totally forgot. Cause I definitely done that. Let me tell you girl. So taking the time every night to, and this is why a night routine is so important. Like tidying up your house, even just take 10 minutes checking your schedule for the next day so you're not waking up frantic like oh shit I totally forgot about this having a night routine is so important and I think you know it's it's hard when you're younger because like nighttime is also when you're going out Mm -hmm. nighttime is where like the craziness and that's why I think me and you have like turned to being old women (laughs) where we go to bed early and we also have a nighttime routine but it oh god it feels so good it feels good to not have to like panic or be frantic about your schedule because you were like out super late at night you know 
I think some people think I'm not present because sometimes I am thinking, what am I eating the next day? What am I doing the next day? But I'm not thinking about it all day long. It really is part of my nighttime routine. I will take 10 minutes, review my calendar like you just said, make sure I'm not missing anything, make sure I've got what I need. Um, and, And I just, I started doing that because a lot of my anxiety and a lot of my franticness came from like, not knowing, like I didn't like not knowing or understanding what my next day would look like. So that's why I really started implementing structure. And I also think I started doing it when I was in a time where my biggest excuse was there aren't enough hours in the day. I don't have time for the gym. I don't have time to cook my food. And when I sat down and I literally laid out my day hour by hour, I saw huge chunks of time where I was scrolling on my phone, huge chunks of time where I was watching TV. And when I started to do that and started to plan and started to create that routine, I realized, Katie, you have so many hours in the day that you could be using towards more positive things. So that's why I do it is because it keeps me accountable to, to literally hour by hour what I could be doing better and what I could be doing more of. So that's how it kind of all started. Okay, so we're going to keep this one a short episode just because I, I feel like the benefit, we, we don't know your schedule. Like we don't know what is going to be the best routine for you specifically, especially if you have kids, like whatever things that you have to fit into your lifestyle. And so I feel like what's been most helpful is you can kind of take things from me and Katie, what we personally implement in our lifestyle and decide for yourself, like, Hey, maybe that's something that could work for me. Or those are things that I, I think would benefit my routine and my lifestyle. Um, but we also wanted to leave you with some tips of how to create more structure and routine in your day. If you have no idea where to start. And you know, one of my best tips really is if you, if there's just one thing that you're going to change, it's starting off your mornings with a routine any routine. Mine is I wake up, I go get coffee, I feed my dog, um, then I'll make this like greens shake and then I'll do any dishes from like what I just had and then I'll go walk my dog for an hour. That's my morning routine every single morning. Those are the things that I do without fail and again they give me a sense of accomplishment at the very beginning of the day just because I know that I did something even if the rest of the day I'm like really just not feeling motivated that day to do anything I just know okay well at least I did something at the beginning of my day and usually that momentum helps fuel me to be productive the rest of the day so that's my tip Katie give them one of yours so I think we talk a lot about non-negotiables and I think that's a term that's like what does that mean does that mean I really have to do that every day but if you want to think about it a little differently it's just prioritizing like what makes you happy what serves you the most and making sure you add those into your routine first so if your priority is hanging out with your mother Okay, that's you you have to see your mom every single day. Make sure you're penciling that in first and kind of thinking about what is most important to you. And, and if you start there, then you can start filling in the blanks around it with the fun stuff or the the things that could maybe change every single day. So what I like to do is I know priority for me, gym and eating all of my meals. Like and that's so basic, eating and working out. But that's the priority for me right now in this phase of my life. So that is what I pencil in first. If that takes four hours of my day, well, now I know I have 20 hours where I can map in sleeping, I can map in hanging out with friends. But I've started with the very core priorities that I have for myself. 
And that just makes me feel one. It's all about that sense of accomplishment. I know I'm doing what I have to do to be happy and the rest can just come naturally. And so I think if you, if you build around that, you'll feel more structured and you'll also just maintain that positive energy because you know, you're doing what serves you the most each day. I love that you know your priorities though. And I think a lot of people want fitness to be their priority but I think it's important to be real with yourself like hey what really does give you the most sense of accomplishment and fulfillment and good feeling and obviously as a fitness coach I'm gonna say your health is absolutely number one because if you don't feel good if you don't have the energy how are you gonna show up in every area every other area of your life now that doesn't mean you have to be super super strict or regimented with any specific exercise or nutrition plan but I will tell you in today's day and age where people are so busy all the time where it's way too easy to scroll on your phone where it's way too easy to grab literally like ice cream burger next door down the street having that structure and I want to emphasize like it's it's not it's not meant to restrict you it's so that you can really be your best yes. in a world that is constantly trying to feed food down your throat. Like drinking is, I think it's like most of the sales for a lot of a lot of restaurants because like alcohol is just so, it's so popular. And I think we can all agree that like alcohol is probably not the best thing for you. I mean, yes, everything in moderation, but at the end of the day, it does impair your judgment. You're not supposed to drive on it. Like there's so many negatives that come with alcohol. Like I still enjoy a drink every now and then, but I, I think it's just to say that our society, we are not built on healthy habits. Like that's not what society is founded on. If anything, we are built on bad habits. So why structure is so important for all of us is because temptations are way too easy to fall into. Scrolling on social media, eating junk food, lying in bed, like all of these things, they're so easy and accessible day to day. And so I think if anyone is listening to this and, and thinking like, why do I need structure? Why do I need routine? Why do I need discipline? It's because our world does not set you up in a way that makes it easy to live a healthy joyous abundant lifestyle where you feel like you're accomplished and, and you're really on top of things every day that is not our default setting and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that it's just like okay well if this is not my default setting then what are the habits that I need to implement on a day-to-day -day basis so that I can have the life that I want to live despite, you know, what distractions may be around me. And again, I think that stems from having clarity with what kind of life do you want to have? What are your priorities? And that's going to be different for absolutely everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you are like, let's say your job is to review restaurants and review alcohol. Well, a lot of the advice that I'm giving is not going to apply to you because maybe your you get fulfillment by trying new restaurants, trying new meals. And that does mean like obviously sacrificing some of the healthy options. But hey, your life is whatever you choose to to make of it whatever your priorities are just own those priorities and get clear on what they are obviously for me and katie our one of our biggest priorities is staying fit and active and healthy every single day and so we really 
we revolve a lot of our habits and our daily actions around our workouts and our eating healthy, but that's because that is our priority. So just ask yourself, what are my priorities? What brings me the joy, most joy? What brings me the most fulfillment? What makes my heart sing? And really structure your life around those things that you really feel like creates a life that is worth living. So I hope you guys found this this short episode helpful. We really just wanted to talk about what are the things that we do on a daily basis. And obviously there's so many different habits that you can implement. You don't have to take what we do and apply those exactly. But I know that even listening to Katie, who is literally one of the most structured people (laughs) that I have ever met, I have found so much value in working with her. Like it's funny because I am her coach, but I have learned so much structure and routine habits from her and they have not made me feel restricted or like my life is less fun in any capacity. If anything, it's really made me feel good and consistent and calm and happy on a daily basis so I know I I feel like I talk with Katie a lot and she's like I feel like like I feel like you say I feel like I am like too structured I was just gonna say that but but yeah and that's why I really want to emphasize Katie you don't understand that I think most of society has a lack of structure has a lack of routine and I think you have so much gift and wisdom and 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 your own life to give us and I know that everything that I've seen you do and that I've learned from you that you implement as a client and how much structure you have it's it's all it's done for me it has benefited my life and I think our listeners watching they would agree that maybe we all need just a little bit more structure in our lives and so you may feel like you know it might hinder some people or it may make people feel like they're more restricted but in reality let's be real you are so effective in your day-to-day life and I don't think you would take anything back about that so I just want to say thank you for sharing your gift with the world thank you for saying that because and I'm like so embarrassed that you compliment me all the time it just makes me blush but Thank you for saying that because my default is my default thinking about it is, oh my God, I'm so boring. People think I'm boring. People think I'm so unflexible. Like nobody wants to live like this. People like having, you know, and it's not that I'm not fun. I have fun and I can enjoy my life. And quite honestly, my routine has helped me enjoy my life more because I absolutely fill my day with things that make me happy and things that serve me. And so you know, when I talk about how much I plan and how much I think about planning and, and the way my brain works, like quite honestly, it, it has made my life a lot better. So thank you for saying that. Cause I need to, I need to realize it is good and people, it's a good habit people should take as well. So yeah. I you. think it's, I think more than anything, maybe people have, to, maybe people have told you you're too structured and maybe that's why you think that. But I think the only reason people tell you that is because they see that you have this superpower that they don't have and I and I I'm gonna be totally honest I mean that's probably not the truth for everybody but I know a lot of people will see people who are super fit super structured and they feel like oh you know you're too this to that when in reality they wish they could have that kind of discipline and and focus in their life and and that's just my personal beliefs because that's how I feel I'm sure not everyone feels that way but I don't know. I think that you really do have a superpower. And I think that you have so much of your life together. Like, you know what you're going to do every day. You have a sense of purpose. You have a sense of accomplishment. And I think there's no better feeling than that, you know, because there's so 
like people say life is short, but I think life is long and most people don't know what to do with their time. Right. And so trying to do things and fill your day with things that actually bring you joy and things that you like and that remind you of your priorities is really what it's all about. Because I mean, there's so many things that you can do in a day and it's like, well, a lot of time it's just spent kind of thinking and and ruminating. But if you set out an action plan, you know what you need to do. You can stop overthinking and you can just execute. And if anything, you are a master (laughs) executor. Thank you. Thank you. I think, um, you know, it's not some huge secret. Everybody's like, Katie, what's the secret? What is the secret? I'm like, well, it's, it's really simple. It's just that you have to take the time to implement it. So hopefully today we gave you some tips. I think the last parting words of wisdom for you guys is like, Routine is very structured. Yes, that does not mean it's going to be the same for you for your entire life. So the routine I'm in now is not going to be my routine in three years. In three years, I might have kids. Kids will be my priority. You know, I just adopted a puppy. My puppy has taken over my life and his priorities are my priorities. And so no matter what season of life you're in, it's going to change. So while while routine is structure, it is also flexible depending on the season of life. So like, don't get scared of the idea of a routine getting you stuck. You can change your routine depending on your lifestyle. So I just want to leave that with people who are maybe scared of routine or thinking it's going to give them too much structure or inability to be flexible. Um, you can change it. Yes, I I think that's so important for a lot of our listeners to hear because structure is not again and I want to repeat this structure is not there to hinder you it is supposed to help you thrive so you can really do the things that you want to do and set and really stick to your plan and be consistent even on the days where maybe you're not feeling it because human emotions are fickle and we get tired and we feel unmotivated but it's when we stick it out no matter what that we feel truly our best and like our most superhuman so just yeah again thank you for sharing your incredible gifts with me and with the world I know that I've just I've learned so much from you and I just cannot thank you enough for that so with that being said we will end our episode here and as always thank you guys so much for tuning in for supporting us we just I know I like these are the this is the highlight of my week this truly I love being here with you. I love getting to talk to you, getting more of your wisdom and just the <laughs> fact that we get to share it with other people is the, I think is just the most beautiful thing. So just thank you guys so much and I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye guys.
you know, I actually don't. And I think that is something that I need to implement and that I'm going to implement. I think that's, I, that is part of a the discipline of positive thinking is having things that you can go to, whether that's a saying, whether that's just anything that you, a picture or a memory that can get you back to a good feeling place. So I don't currently have one, but I will think of one in our next episode. <laughs> I will come up with one for you, but do you have one? I'll hold you to that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, just the thing I tell myself and things I try to share with people is like, just stop worrying about things you can't control. And I think that's something that has helped me incredibly come out of really emotional states is like, is this something I can control? If it is, I'm gonna fix it. If it's not, I have to let it go because otherwise I'll go crazy about something I can't change. So I just try to hold on to that. And in every situation, I use that to say, you know, do I act or do I chill out? Like it, it kind of creates um, the outcome for me. I love that. And I think that's a good one for all of us to remember, especially as control freak, freaks yeah. who, who like to have everything a certain way. I think that's really helpful because, yeah, I mean, there are certain things that are absolutely in our control and there are certain things that are absolutely not. Um, so the last question though, that I did want to ask you because I feel like you're so good at getting yourself back to a rational place. And again, it's not that you don't have emotions. It's that you're great at self-regulation. Um, can you think of any instance where you feel like you felt overly emotional or heated, like kind of cloudy judgment and give us the, an example of how you were able to get yourself back to a better feeling place. Yeah. So if I think about my most emotional moments, they all kind of wrap around when things don't meet my expectations. So whether that's somebody not meeting my expectations or my day doesn't go how I planned. Again, I think it's because I'm so rigid in my structure. Anything that comes out of left field and kind of ruins my day gets me a little bit emotional. And I think it's because one, I have to think on the spot and I have to come up with a, a solution that isn't something I planned for or for people that don't meet my expectations. I just feel let down, even if it's something I haven't communicated. So for example, like with my boyfriend, if I have something in my head, like, oh, he's going to clean the living room and surprise me. If I never tell that to him and he doesn't do it, I get emotional, which is so ridiculous because he had no idea. So it's not that he's not meeting my expectations like plainly, but it's expectations in my head. So like one good example for me, um, I think is when I'm like for my fitness journey, when I'm thinking that I don't see progress, like if I'm feeling like I'm not stronger than yesterday, I don't look leaner than yesterday, my muscles aren't more defined, um, I get really emotional about that because I know how hard I'm working and in my head I should be seeing more results than I am. And I know I've said that before and this is something Viv gives me advice on every week. But something Viv has taught me is like, look at your progress photos. Look at where you've come from a month ago. Realize that progress is slow, um, but it is happening. So in my moments where I might not feel like I'm seeing progress, I do look back on photos. So for anyone in fitness, absolutely take progress pictures. Um, look back on even just pictures you've taken with friends in the past year. Like that is my huge shock. I went to, um, this is a random tangent, but I went to Sedona with a friend about two years ago, we took a picture. We went back this year, took the same picture and it was just us standing together on this rock. And I, and I looked at myself and I was like, holy shit, like you have made so much progress. You don't even look close to the same person. So photos are an incredible way to make sure you see that progress, even though you don't see it day to day. Um, so yeah, that's kind of one fitness example. I like that. And one of the things that I tell clients, 
Um, and if you're not someone who takes progress photos or maybe, cause I know a lot of people when you don't have a coach, a lot of people don't want to take that step of taking a progress photo of themselves when they're not feeling their best, which I definitely recommend you, st- you still should just don't dwell on it or look at it. Just take it for your future self. But with that being said, something that is also really, really helpful is to be able to have a way of measuring your habits. Because even if, let's say, your photos or your measurements or your weight or whatever metric you're trying to change hasn't changed, what you can look at is your habits. Maybe, again, like I said before, how your nutrition has changed. Maybe before you were eating out three times a day, now you're only eating out twice a week. Uh, Maybe before you never cooked your meals, now you're cooking all of them. Like, Those are all wins, and I think it's so important to really change how you measure your success because anything that is different from how you used to do it, not just how you look, but how you used to perform things or your habits, anything that is different is a win because once you start doing things different, once you start living differently, it's just a matter of time before you see the results. And I think it's important to remember that, that, hey, the results may not be here yet, but I'm taking the actions that I need to be, or I'm getting closer to the actions that I want to be. And that is a win. And it's just really trusting that, hey, these actions are going to lead to where I want them to, but not to be so hyper-focused on the results alone but use your habits also as a huge metric of progress, honestly, more than the photos, especially in the beginning, if you're, if your progress is slow. Um, so with that being said, I think we are going to end the episode there. We had some, this is honestly one of my favorite episodes because I know that Vivian, even a year ago, two years ago, she needed this episode so badly, really learning that, Hey, managing your emotions is one of the best skills that you could possibly learn to have not just a successful life but a happy life which is I really think what we're all going for oh my god I wish I could have learned that lesson sooner but you know everything in hindsight so with that being said I just want to thank you guys so much for being here and if you are currently just going through it you feel like you have no you know handle on your emotions just understand that the first step is knowing that you can change it and it's not going to be overnight I mean I'm still working on self-regulation and emotion management and and getting myself to think more positively it's a constant constant effort um but just understand that it's possible. It's possible to feel better than you do right now, but you have to make that that decision and create that discipline for yourself to choose better thoughts, to get ahead of your thoughts, to choose gratitude every morning. And, you know, I used to think that was so cliche, but once you realize how much better it feels to be on that side of the coin, it, it's really hard to look back and, and choose the pessimistic lifestyle because it just it feels so much better to be in a place of gratitude and to be in a place of, hey, things could be so much freaking worse and I'm doing great. So with that being said, we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.